Yo, the nerve of these niggas, man. All right, so on this one, I'm going to be getting into some real uh, deep psychological type of stuff, man. And, you know, it might make sense to, to some of y'all listening. It might make sense to, you know, people who, who can relate to this type of stuff. It might not make sense to people. But either way, it just happened recently, so I got to get it out, man. So I got a part-time uh, not my full time, but I got a little second job at a, a gym called Nine Rounds, right? Um, so, you know, everything was good when I first got the initial interview, you know, sat down, talked to the guy. Uh, it was a black dude, which I I need to mention because it's actually really important that I mention that. Uh, it was a black dude, right? So I'm thinking he, he around my age, you know, we, we get a good little uh, conversation started. You know, questions like, what do you do? What are you into? Uh, what's your, what's your uh, athletic background? Where are you from? What kind of jobs you work? You know, the standard interview questions that you would get anywhere else. And then we start chopping it up on some more like friendly types things like uh, what's your favorite sport? What do you think about this? What do you think about that? You know, just kind of get a feel of the person that you would have working for you. Right. Which which makes a lot of sense. Um, it didn't click in my head that uh, this dude, something was off about this guy until maybe like the second, third day. Right. And usually with me, whenever I get a new job, the second, like the third or the fourth day of me working at that particular job, I start clicking. I start getting on my, getting on my shit. Right. I start picking up things faster. Uh, I start adding things to become a better employee. Da, 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 da. At this particular job, the only things you really have to do is call time on bells where the, the members are working out. You call time on that. You, you know, speak a little bit to the members, um, you know, things like that. Be, be cordial, uh, demonstrate exercise. That's pretty much all you got to do every other time. Uh, the rest of the time you're there, you're just standing around pretty much. Right. So. Instead of just being like a robot, I start putting my own little flavor on it, man. People start knowing my name. People start talking good about me. People start giving comments like, hey, that new trainer, da, da, da. he's good. He's good. That, that. I like how he worked with me. It starts getting back to to the guy who hired me, who's initially the manager. Right. And it just seemed like every other day that I would come there and work that I'm working with this guy. Uh, things would just be really. How do I say it? Like. Shady, like this, this man started acting really shady towards me, you know, um, like everything that I would do, even though I know I come to work and I'm killing it every time I'm there. I'm only there for about five hours. Right. So I'm there and I'm killing it, killing it every single day, working with the members, killing the conversations, killing the exercise demonstrations, you know, getting them working out, feeling good, breaking a sweat. Other than just coming in, just doing the standard normal thing, they get to engage with me. I engage with them. We do a little, you know, a little have a little back and forth time and then they go about their way having a good exercise and that's it. And I know I'm killing it because they're giving uh, notes to this dude saying how good I am. Right. And I know I'm killing it, man. I know I'm kidding. I know I'm doing a great job at it. So, um, you know, uh, word starts getting back to him. He has little critiques about things that I know I'm killing. Like, uh, make sure you talk to all the members. I'm talking to all the members. That's how all the members know who I am. And I know uh, what they can and what they can do athletically because I've spe I speak with them. I know about their athletic ability. I know what they like to do, what they don't like to do, because I am conversating with the, the members. So what's the need of you telling me this? Okay, well, uh, 
just make sure you uh you call out the bells. I'm calling out the bells. I'm giving good exercise, active rest. Active rest is what you have in between the rounds, and I'm killing that. I know I'm basically putting in 120% doing really good at this job. But he always has something to say, man. Every time, every time he has something to say, critique me on this. One uh, incident, I'm working with a member. We're, uh, we're working uh, mitts, right? So so boxing mitts. I'm giving her combinations to do. She's knocking them out. Killed it. As soon as I'm done working with this girl, he calls me in the back and says, hey, have you ever dumped a vacuum before? And I'm standing there. I'm like, did this nigga really just ask me how to dump a vacuum? Like, you see me out there by myself working with five, six members right now. And you'll call me aside, call me out from the floor to the back to tell me, have I ever dumped a vacuum before? Nigga, if you don't get your, ugh, I, I kind of started to feel like, I kind of started to feel like this man felt that since he's been there for so long, this new nigga comes on along, starts taking, starts doing his job better than he can do it. Starts taking the members and the members like me more than they like him. Gradually, it was going to become something like that because you can tell when when, you know, people gravitate towards you uh, as opposed to them gravitating somewhere else to, to someone else. I, I think he started to feel like that and you no, know, which led him to be a little shady towards me to be a little a little uh, like I don't know how to explain it, like shifty, like just real weird. He wasn't acting like a regular nigga around me, man. He was acting like. You know, like he was jealous, right? So, you know, I'm killing the job, doing everything I need to do, putting in 110%, knocking everything out. I get a call today. Oh, let me, I skipped a bunch of the parts. Um, So for my for my primary job, is is kind of out of the way from my girl's school and away from the gym where it's at. The gym is really far away, and I'm still making an effort to get out there every single day that I'm scheduled to be there on time 15 minutes early or or not and i'm on time and you know i'm staying to the end of the day i'm killing it with the members i'm covering shifts so i'm able to drive as far as i am as far as i live all the way to the job kill it drive all the way back home come all the way back cover somebody's shift you know i'm killing it every single day 120 percent um you know I get noted. I I find out there's there's gyms closer to where I live than which makes it seem like I don't have to really drive as far as out here. I could just transfer. So as, as soon as I let him know, like, yo, is it possible if I can get a transfer to a closer gym? He runs with it immediately because this is an opportunity to get me out of the gym. I don't think he was doing it with the intent of, you know, you live far away, like this gym is closer to you. I think maybe he thought about that, but the most important thing on his mind was getting me out of that gym so he doesn't have to deal with me. I'm not taking the shine away from him, and, you know, he could continue being that nigga at the gym, the only nigga at the gym. And a little background on that, I kind of felt, as soon as I saw him, I felt good. I felt, yes, another black person. I get to work with another black person in the field of my choice that I would love to be in. Like, this is great. Turns out this nigga, he's an Uncle Tom. This is one of them niggas that will do anything to please uh, the white man, his boss, like, like, and the boss, I've only seen him one time. He worked out one time, never saw him again. He's a piece of shit, basically. He just seems like a piece of shit. Um, so this this dude, the the guy I interviewed with, he he, I think he would do anything to please his manager, whatever they say. I'm gonna do it, boss. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Uh, and he's jealous that I'm taking the shine away from him. So, with that being said, um, I get a call today. 
um, telling me that I'm going to be they're moving in a different direction. Uh, they need somebody who's able to be there on time or be there when they need to be there. First off, I've been there every single day that I that I was supposed to be there and I've covered shift. So where is this coming from that I might not be able to be there or be where I'm supposed to be? It's coming from the nigga who hired me, the jealous nigga, the manager. It's coming from him because he doesn't want me there. One, two, to get me out of there. What he can do is say that, you know, he's he wants to transfer to a different location since it's closer uh, we might as well get rid of him because we hired this other trainer who's <laughs> when it comes down to it, man, I'm not tooting my own horn, horn, but nobody will do it. If I don't do it, I'm the best trainer there. All the members like me. I know all the athletic exercises, my body's tip type shape. I'm the best trainer that y'all had there. And y'all got rid of me because of the word of this Uncle Tom ass nigga because he was feeling jealous about uh, how I was interacting and taking a shine away from him. That's that's basically how the shit went down. So they call me, notify me. That they're moving in a different direction. I scuff at it like, <laughs> okay, that's fine. As long as I get paid for the time that I was there, I'm fine. And, you know, the owner of the guy who's I actually got the phone call from tells me that. I was like, huh, I don't understand the laugh. Why are, you, why are you laughing for? I'm like, okay, because I've been there every single day I was supposed to be there. I covered shifts. I gave it 120%. You know, I don't understand where, where this is coming from. Well, we need somebody who's going to be there. Uh, when they're scheduled to be there, when they're supposed to be there. I was there every single day. I was there on a day covering shifts for people who didn't show up. Granted, I was there when there was a, a tornado uh, going on. We had tornado warrants. I was still there while he gave someone else the night off who lives not as far as the way I live. So I drove as, I drove the from where I live is far, far away from the gym. I drove from there all the way to the fucking job for five hours to be in a tornado, right? To be in a tornado while he gave the other trainer the night off who lives closer to that location. What kind of bullshit is that? And I put on my mom, if I ever see this nigga in real life again, I'm knocking his motherfucking ass out. Yeah, this, we, we met at a boxing gym, nigga. We gonna, we gonna, if I ever see you again, we gonna put them boxing skills to the test. On my mama, nigga. So, granted, I got fired from that job, but I also got another job and, and it's all good, but it just makes me sad that, you know, two two black people can't coexist in the same place because they feel like somebody's one up in me or when it should have really been. We should have been on the same platform. We should have been together on this. And I tried to be. But, you know, some people don't think like that. You got Uncle Tom's and you got you got the other ones who want to unite. You know what I mean? And. It is what it is. I guess he felt like I was fucking up his his flow, but at the same time, you know, what goes around comes around. And if I ever see this nigga in real life outside of that gym, oh, I'm going to pack this nigga out. But it is what it is. Peace.